It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Will the IRS be snooping in your bank account? That's the fear many people have after the Treasury Department announced it wants uh, banks and financial institutions to report all activity in a bank account to the IRS if it's greater than $600 a year. Utah State Auditor Auditor John Dougal was uh, one of the signers of a letter opposing this, and he joins us on the line now. Mr. Auditor, thanks for joining us on a Friday. Boyd, always great to be with you. So so first, just give us a little bit of the backstory. I think people will hear this and like, wait, 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 not so fast. I don't want the IRS snooping around my bank accounts. What, what exactly did the Treasury Department announce? And then uh, what's the impact there? So what President Biden announced was basically, you know, they want to go after tax cheats. And so their solution to this, or at least one solution, is to go monitor the activity in bank accounts of everyday Americans. As you mentioned, the proposal was any account with $600 or any account with inflows or outflows, so deposits or spending, uh, an aggregate of $600 a year. And while they claim that they're going after the wealthy tax cheats, uh, this is hitting not just middle America, this is even hitting the poor and low-income Americans. This is just an egregious uh, expansion. And so this is just unacceptable from my perspective. And, and Treasurer Marla Oaks and myself joined with uh, 21 other state financial officials across the, across the nation and 19 other states to express our opposition to this proposal. Yeah, it, it is one of those uh, one more head scratchers of if we're going after the tax cheats, if we're going after, you know, supposedly the, the, the wealthy who are the easiest to demonize, of course, uh, when it comes to taxes. So we just uh, we just had Jay Evenson on uh, talking about taxes and realizing that if we wanted to really balance and get rid of the deficit, we'd have to tax uh, the wealthy at 102 uh, percent for the next 10 years just to deal with the deficit, let alone the 29 trillion in debt. Uh, so this seems oh, what like a, what a great way to motivate them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of investment happening there. Uh, a lot of people doing good things. Uh, but well, this... well, boy, boy, the crazy thing is, you know, 1913 when they really first put in place the official income tax, mm. it was mostly hitting people making essentially in today's dollars 14 million dollars or more per year. Mm. Fascinating. And look at what it does today. Yeah. Fascinating. So this one from the Treasury Department to me is just such a head scratcher. Like if, if that's who we're going after, uh, any account with over six hundred dollars of activity, uh, inflows and outflows, uh, that just doesn't seem like we're targeting anything close to what we ought to be targeting. Uh, and I guess it falls into the what could possibly go wrong category. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, first of all, I mean, the IRS already has mountains of data. So adding even more to that. How is that going to help them deal with their job of, of monitoring compliance with taxes? And then you go into the next place, which, unfortunately, they're a target of, of cyber attacks. And so they've had data breaches of Social Security numbers and other things like that. So giving them more data that's more at risk uh, is clearly a problem there. Yeah. So. Uh, you mentioned this letter that uh, was sent from the uh, the State Financial Officers Foundation. Uh, you mentioned that both you 
and the uh, state treasurer, treasurer Oaks. Marlo Oaks, uh, signed on to that. Tell us what actually is in that letter. What are what actually are you requesting or uh, expecting from the administration? Well, basically, we're just expressing opposition to this proposal. I mean, we don't think it's targeted at at helping them tackle uh, tackle the issue of tax cheats, as they claim. Uh, we think it's an overreach of the federal government. We actually think it's unconstitutional in terms of its breadth and scope. Um, you're going after Americans that are not even uh, accused or uh, believed of having done anything wrong. And so we're just expressing opposition to that. We also note that in, in America today, we're concerned about the unbanked and trying to reduce the number of unbanked. And yet you look at this and it's going to drive up the cost of banking compliance which, you know, isn't going to help the issue of the unbanked. Um, we talked about the risk with the IRS and, and the concerns with giving them even more data and more authority that's really unchecked. And then you and I know the concerns over the years about whether the IRS has been has been potentially weaponized to target certain groups or other things like that. I mean, just imagine whether, whether you, you know, look at the Trump administration of, you know, last administration, the Biden administration today, or whoever might come in the future, the risks of one administration using the IRS as a tool to go after their opposition is a very concerning concept. So other than all of that, Auditor Dougal, anything in there? No, <laughs> no, you, yeah, you've, you've laid it out. That, don't forget to get your taxes done, right? Oh, yes, know? exactly, exactly. Uh, and there are there are so many things within this that are just head scratching to me for anyone. I don't care where anyone falls on the political spectrum. Uh, this is just uh, data mining to the extreme, surveillance to the extreme, uh, things that can be weaponized, as you mentioned, uh, for either political party, uh, whoever is in power. Uh, and all of that just makes me nervous. Well, it, it should make every Utah nervous. Every American should be nervous because of this, because what starts with one, oh, it's just them. And then it's some other group and some other, and then eventually you're swept up in it as well. And it just expands and expands. The federal government likes to expand its reach into whatever activity it's involved with. Yeah, that uh, always seems to be the case. Uh, I just got one more minute uh, before I'll, I'll let you go on a Friday, uh, but I always want to get your perspective on all things uh, dollars and cents. Uh, we do have a, a lot of dollars and cents being tossed around in Washington right now. Uh, just from your perspective as, as someone who really has the task every day to make sure that uh, the dollars and the cents uh, have some common sense and add up properly, uh, as you look at our nation's capital, uh, what should the rest of us be thinking about or watching for in some of these big battles uh, that we expect to see next week? Well, first of all, from my perspective, I think our spending is out of control and especially when we keep taking on more and more debt year after year after year, somebody eventually has to pay for that. And um, I just think that's irresponsible. Both parties have had problems with they love to spend, but they don't like to account for how they're going to pay the bills. Um, and then we love to deal with crisis, and that's a problem. We're, we're rolling into another crisis that's artificially created that everybody freaks out and potentially government shutdown. You know, it's an irresponsible way to deal with the budget and both parties have problems with it. Yeah, Auditor John Dougal, great perspective as always. Again, I don't think we should have the IRS poking around your bank account or anyone who uh, is moving more than $600 around uh, in a given year. That just seems uh, crazy to me, but uh, we appreciate you keeping us uh, on track in terms of the, the dollars and the pennies here in the state of Utah and great perspective in terms of what we should be watching and being aware of on the national level as well. Auditor John Dougal, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Boyd. Take care.
All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're doing a little news roundup on a Friday. Uh, this is often uh, what we call take out the garbage day for politicians and administrations. And we're going to see what's going out with the trash coming up next. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.